You're listening to the Woman Power Zone podcast with host Ariel Hubbard, empath, energy worker, and massage therapist who shares secrets and stories of women's empowerment, learned from over 32 years of working in holistic healing arts and talking with thousands of women about their amazing life stories. If you are seeking ways to grow, pivot, heal, and up-level your life, you are in the right place. Here is your host, Ariel Hubbard. Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we celebrate the holidays and give you some background on holiday lore and history. Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we're celebrating the holiday season, which includes, in the West at least, Hanukkah, the winter solstice, Christmas, the 12 days of Christmas, Kwanzaa, Boxing Day, and New Year's Eve. So I wanted to share a little bit about these holidays just in case you didn't know about some of these things. And I also wanted to say thank you to our listeners. I wanted to say thank you to our guests and to everyone who is a part of this podcast this past year. This is our 60th episode and our second holiday season. And I want to appreciate everyone who's downloaded. I would love it if you would share it with your friends and family or your loved ones, or someone who can use the information that I've shared. But I do want to thank everyone who's been part of it, because you've made this podcast great this year. So thank you. All right, so let's talk a little bit about these holidays. So the first major holiday that's coming up is Hanukkah, and this is a wonderful Jewish celebration. And it's about the miracle of how people who went to celebrate in a temple that had been destroyed. They went with limited supplies and there was only enough to last. I believe it was one night, but it ended up lasting multiple nights. And that's when you see the menorah and you see that wonderful display of the different candles that's representing all the different days. I think it was eight days and then they have a candle in the center to light. It also represents the divine light, and the divine spirit. There's a lot more about Hanukkah as well, of course, it's a gift-giving celebration for kids, but it's also a celebration of the Jewish faith and tradition for adults and the children, of course. And it's a wonderful time for people to get together and enjoy each other. And if you are celebrating the winter solstice, so December 21st is the longest night of the year. And in the Celtic tradition, the pagan tradition, and to be clear... Pagan tradition means something that's not Christian. It doesn't mean anything negative. It has to do with celebrating the cycles of nature and the stars and the cycles of the earth. It has nothing to do with anything negative. It's only a positive belief system. And it's based on the idea that do what you will, but don't harm anyone else. And also what you put out to the universe comes back to you multiplied. So that faith is celebrating the longest night of the year, but it's also celebrating the return of light to the world because after December 21st, the days start getting longer. So it's a celebration of also the time of taking time to get centered, taking time to rest, taking time to contemplate because it's the long night and moving into a time of light. So I, there's light as a theme here. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference, 
please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. In the Christian faith, you can either hear about Christmas itself, it used to be called Christmas Tide, or you can hear about the 12 days of Christmas, which can be a whole season of 12 days. And that's where that song's coming from, you know, that on the 12th day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. So each day has a different significance, especially in the Catholic Church for the 12 days of Christmas. It's interesting because that excitement about Christmas has increased a lot in the 19th and 20th century. And it's interesting because it used to not be as commercial as it is today. It's developed over time in the last 200 years. It's kind of interesting also because that commercialism is going back farther and farther in time. But the origins were, they were looking at celebrating the birth of Christ. Now, what's interesting about this is if you go online and do some research, you'll see some people believe that Jesus was actually born in September. And some people believe that he was born on the night of the solstice. But because the Gregorian calendar wasn't quite right back in those days, they got the date wrong and they moved it forward to the 25th. And some people believe that they've taken the date of the 25th of December and they were trying to coalesce it with the pagan faiths that they were, the Christians were trying to absorb. And so they made their date of their savior something similar to the solstice. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971-319-2618 or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A, dot com. What's interesting is that in the 20th century, people also created a holiday called Kwanzaa, and that's a celebration for the African-American community. And that was also something that's really important for people to get together and celebrate family and celebrate love and togetherness. And so now what you'll see, at least in the West, is you'll see a lot of different holidays being celebrated all around the same time. What's also interesting is how Christmas has moved over into Asia. And during the Second World War, when the U.S. was occupying Japan, a lot of people were celebrating American holidays in Japan because of the occupation. And Christmas started to be celebrated there and it has grown over time since then. But it's fascinating. Also, this is just a side note. Halloween is celebrated in other parts of the world other than the West. And it's big in India, which I thought was really interesting. That's just, I think it's just fascinating how holidays 
folklore, and cultural traditions, songs that we sing as children. Some of these things travel all over the world and move to different places as people borrow traditions from one another. I just find it fascinating. So it's really interesting because the phrase, the holiday season, in the West that and Canada, that usually means around Christmas or at least December. But it's interesting because in the UK, that refers to a time during the summer holidays instead of the winter holidays. So I just thought that was interesting. So this holiday season can mean a lot of things to a lot of people. For some people, it's a time of joy and light and celebration and happiness and other people it's a really difficult time and I've said this before if you're struggling or you know someone who's struggling during the holidays please reach out someone who is lonely sad frustrated feeling isolated especially if they're experiencing challenges could really benefit from having you call them visit them drop by a gift or just cook them a meal or keep them company. It means a lot to people to spend time with others, especially during this season. Unfortunately, a lot of people get left out or ignored during the holiday season. So if there's anything you could do this year to make an effort to reach out to someone, to call them, to visit them, to send them a gift, something, it would be a good thing to do. If you could consider that giving is a gift in of itself, that would be a wonderful thing. A lot of people this time of year donate, right? They donate clothes or they donate money or food. That's also a wonderful thing to do, of course. Or if there's an act of service you could do to help someone, maybe carry in their garbage cans or shovel snow or just do something nice for someone, it will also help you if you're dealing with isolation and loneliness. I do want to put out a word out there for all of the married people out there or people in relationships. You pretty much have automatic plans or family members. You have automatic plans for the holidays, for most of you anyway. You're probably going to spend time with a significant other or family members during the holidays. But think about the people that you know that are single, that don't have family. I personally struggle with this every single holiday season. Um, since I've gotten divorced, every Christmas has been really hard. A lot of times I'm by myself. And so I know. And a lot of times I've thrown parties or events for other single people just so they had somewhere to go to. So I would really recommend that if you know someone who's single or someone who doesn't have family, if you could invite them over, I just put out this plea, invite them over or just do something with them to make them feel like they're loved, wanted, and cared about. It would be a huge gift during the holiday season for you to do that. All right, so this is a short show today. We are going to come back in the new year. I did not mention New Year's Eve. That, of course, is another holiday that's part of this time. That's a good time to get clear on what your ideas, manifestations, goals visions, dreams are. This is a good time to do that. So if you could take some time to think about what you'd like to create this coming year, what's important to you, the more you focus on what you'd like to create, the more the energy will coalesce around that. And the more powerful your actions will be, especially if you follow up on any intuitions that you receive. So if you vision something, then you get intuition about something to do about it. Then you follow up on that intuition 
it will help with your manifesting to create whatever that experience is that you'd like to create. For me, one of my goals for this year was to have a lot of travel and vacation time. And I did that. And a lot of it was so that I could go create new classes and new events for my students and my clients. So it's important, like if you can also take time to think about what you have created this year, to look back and say, what did I want to make happen in January of 2022? And then what showed up, what manifested, what materialized, and what am I still working on? So definitely, I recommend that you take some time to contemplate, consider, and think about what you'd like to create next year. Try to think ahead about what's coming up next year for you and what you'd like to manifest. And then take action on it in the new year. Instead of having a resolution, just take some action. And then see what happens. All right, so I want to thank you for listening. I really appreciate you being with me this year. And I do hope that you continue to listen to the show And next year, I appreciate you. So thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. Happy holidays. podcast is sponsored by Hubbard Education Group, creating wellness through education. If you've wanted to learn about being an empath, healing, energy work, consciousness, or massage, we have online and in-person courses for you. Find us on Facebook at Hubbard Education Group, that's Hubbard Education Group, or go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D.